Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the special edition of the Feuerstein's Fire American Soccer Show. I'm your host, Daniel Feuerstein, as we will be talking about the USA under-23s defeating Costa Rica by a final of a goal to nil. A Jesus Ferreira strike puts the USA ahead. They never look back, and now... They have three points in their back pocket as they defeat the Ticos. And now their next opponent will be the Dominican Republic on Sunday night live at Guadalajara over at the Jalisco Stadium. And for the USA, the truth of the matter is this. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't spectacular. Some Decent defending offensively wasn't what we expected from this team. But you know what? They got the job done. They get the job done, and that's all you ask for. That's all you are asking for. You're asking for a hard-nosed play, you're asking for a tough, let's be honest, uh, in altitude, tough environment in Mexico because of the altitude, but in all fairness, even though the United States did not play a solid match, they played a hard-nosed match. These players in MLS... There was no time to play any matches. Of course, we all know the league will get underway on Saturday, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, April 16th through the 18th. And not enough time to get minutes under their belts for this one. They tried their best, obviously, uh, to get these team, this team ready to go. Uh, you have to give credit. Really, really have to give credit to um, Jason Christ out there. I, I think he knew what he had. I think he knew what was going on in front of him. I really, really believe he tried his best to get this team motivated, ready to go, and that is all you can ask for in this situation. Of course, you know, it is the pandemic. Got to make sure that all the players are ready to go. All the players are ready to move forward. And that's all they could do in reality. That's all they can do. You get your goals. You move on. And all you guys say is that's what they did. This was not a fantastic performance by any means. This was not a brilliant performance by any means. But the truth is, it was a hard-nosed fight that these kids came to play. 
and they did the job. They did the job that was asked of them, and they did it. That's all you can really ask for. The Olympic qualifying tournament, it's really tough. It's really, really tough when you got to face all of these situations. You have to get ready for an opponent that they probably have some games already under their belts in the local Costa Rican league. Some of them do play in Major League Soccer. Some of them are playing in Major League Soccer, so probably they're not at full strength yet. But the most important thing, the most important thing is this. And once again, it is the full three points. The full three points were were won by the United States. And now part one of the job is done. Part one of this job is done. Part two will come on Sunday as the Dominican Republic will be their next opponent. They're going to be taking on Mexico first after this match in about 30 minutes. You'll watch it in English on Fox Sports 1 later tonight. Um, but all I can say is is that for Jason Christ and his team, the job is done. Three points is in the books. And all you can say is, it's a job well done. Not enough time, unfortunately. But all I can say is, uh, I shouldn't say not enough time, just, just not enough time to get your, you know, get minutes under your belt while the league is trying, to, while MLS is trying to get back into the swing of things. Let me just say this, is that at this particular point in time, there is no argument here that the United States had a solid opening 45. They, it could have been 2-0, or should I say it could have been 1-0 at the start of the game, the opening chance. They, had a, they, they just jumped on Costa Rica out of nowhere. Had a big chance to score an early goal. Nothing happened, unfortunately. But still, though, can definitely say that they were game. And all you, all I can say, all I can say is, uh, job well done. Obviously, that second 45, you saw tired legs, uh, couldn't get anything together. They looked a bit disjointed uh, on the attacking front, but defensively, they played a solid game. So all you can really do is, you know, go out and just say defensively, this game was very good. Obviously, offensively, they had their chances. Not enough of them, but they were quality chances where they put themselves in a position to convert and score a goal. And as of right now, I would say three to four quality chances in this match, two in the first half, one or two in the second half. Outside of that, it's been mostly defense, 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 defense. But once again... 
This was a game where if you scored first, or whoever scored a goal in this one, was going to gain the advantage. And that's what the USA did. They took their time. They were able to pound one in into the 35th minute. And for the United States, they take the opening three points. The opening three points, and it's in their back pocket. And now they'll have a day on Sunday against the Dominican Republic. Now, once again, this situation, this situation had to be taken care of first. You could not overlook the opponent, which would be the second opponent in the group stage, and say, okay, you know, we got to take, you know, once, you know, we're, we're going to look ahead and say, Dominican Republic, we need the three points there. I think we can all agree that for that one, that's going to be an easy three points. I mean, and I'm not trying to say that the U.S. has to take uh, their opposition lightly, but all I can say is, is that you had to take care of this opponent first before you take on the Dominican Republic. And maybe Dominican Republic has some dangerous players. The Dominican Republic has some players that can really go out and give you problems. Or they don't have players that can give you problems. Or one of the two or one of the three has plays in the, the professional, uh, you know, in a uh, first division league with a certain team or do play in MLS. But the point is, is this, is that Dominican Republic as a whole are not a strong team. But you couldn't think that in this one. You couldn't even think that before this one if you are a USA player. Part one had to be taken care of. Part one, you needed to get down to business. <coughs> Excuse me. You need to get down to business in this one. And when you got down to business, you concentrated on getting the full three points on this one. Then you can relax, and now you have at least two, maybe three full days now, because this game ended around 7.30. So that means basically the next match, which will be on Sunday, the 21st, and that starts at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time, basically... All you had to worry about was, in reality, this first match in the draw, and then Dominican Republic in the second match, which will be an easy destruction. You'll get your six points, and then you'll move on to the semifinals. And then, of course, it's up to the USA uh, what happens against Mexico in the third and final match. Uh, but from that point on, you don't have to worry about anything. It's just a rivalry match. You try to win the group if you can. And if you can't, it's okay. You're already into the semifinals uh, in this one. And then you concentrate on trying to qualify for the Olympic Games this summer in Tokyo, Japan. And then that is when you go out and say, here we go. It's time to get down to business and to prove to everyone why the talent that we have now can go out and play 
with the big boys and all these other nations under 23, 23 years old and under. Not a great performance offensively in the second half. Uh, I thought decent show. I, I wouldn't say decent show. I thought a very good showing in the first half for the USA. A very good showing. Could have been better, but you know what? You take for you 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 know you you take what you get in this tournament and the situation that you have with the pandemic. And once again, the the situation with the pandemic, you have to be extra careful. You have to be, because if you're not, there is a huge problem. You cannot have that. You cannot have that huge problem in front of you. You just cannot. Yes, it's different this time around with the pandemic. Very interesting comment, of course, from John Strong on tonight's broadcast uh, with uh, on Fox Sports 1 that in reality, they, FIFA, I guess also the other confederations, decide to make it an under-24 tournament uh, because this tournament was supposed to be last year. And it didn't happen last year. So for those that were probably on the radar as a 23-year-old last year who have turned 24, they got themselves a proper opportunity to try and make this qualifying roster. So they were grandfathered in. And that, my friends, is just fantastic. I'm very happy to hear that. I don't know what will happen with the return of the under-20 and the under-17 World Cup tournaments that uh, are coming up, um, I would say, in 2023. But, hold on one second. Sorry about that. I don't know how that's going to work. Maybe those kids will not get an opportunity. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll be allowed to be grandfathered in. But for sure... If I can say this, if they are allowed to be grandfathered in into the next year after the 2022 World Cup, obviously in 2023, if they are allowed to be grandfathered into those FIFA tournaments, and of course the uh, you know the confederational qualifying tournaments for the under 20 and the under 17 World Cups, then I think that'd be great. How far can you go? I don't know. But if they are allowed, I think it's a fair thing to do because you don't know if those kids that were of age at the age of 20 and below would have been allowed to show their talents. We'll have to wait and see what happens with those when we get there. But until then, I don't know. By the way, phone lines are open if you'd like to call in live, 646-929-1823. If you have your opinions about this matchup, go ahead and give me a call at 646-929-1823. But as of right now, the United States is on the front foot. Three points into the back pockets of Jason Christ and to all these players. Good start to their Olympic qualifying campaign. It has been a while since a competitive match for points for any U.S. national team uh, was allowed to fight for. And as of right now, it's been pretty good so far. And uh, I'm happy. I'm very happy to see what I've seen. 
so far. Uh, once again, a little disjointed on the attack, mostly in the second half. Tired legs, obviously. Truthful about it. They got their goals. Or should I say they got their goal? And all I can say is, is that it was fantastic to watch this team perform well in the first half. We all know once that second half comes in and those secondary 45 minutes are the most crucial minutes you'll have when you have a one-goal lead. And all I can say is, is that to watch them perform like that, unbelievable. Oh, maybe a little concerning, but not very, not overly concerning. But still, though, I, I really think the U.S. men's national team, the under-23 team, really showed what they were made of. I think they really, really showed what type of vigor that they've had and why they were trying to go out and perform well enough to say, you know what, we are here. We're going to do things the right way. And I give Jason Christ credit for the performance that this team had. Some issues here and there, obviously, without a doubt. But, you know, there's nothing you can do about it because of the way this pandemic has been. Uh, has been. So there's nothing you can do. Now, hopefully, they get their 90 minutes in in this one and get ready for Dominican Republic for the next one. Uh, let me go to the goalkeeper in David Ochoa. David Ochoa, of course, uh, you know, young goalkeeper in the Real Salt Lake Academy system. This kid is the reason why he is next in line to probably take over now that Necromondo has retired, the next goalkeeper for Real Salt Lake to be their starter. He looked pretty good in this one. He made some big-time saves. He flashed out those gloves, big, long legs. He went out and did a job that he had to do. I don't know where the complaints were about David Ochoa, but for sure, I will say this, David Ochoa, to me, as of right now, definitely the future for the national team as a goalkeeper. In fact, in fact, I will say this, and once again, I'm not here to throw out a name just because I've only seen him once and twice. I've seen him a couple of times through USL broadcasts on ESPN+. Plus. <coughs> He was a factor in the reason why Real Monarchs defeated Louisville City in the USL Championship game back in Louisville two years ago. He is the reason why Louisville City was knocked off their perch. Because Louisville City was going for three in a row when it came to USL Championship uh, titles. And when Ochoa was in goal for that third time by Louisville City to go after it, Ochoa just slammed the door. Over at uh, University of Louisville Stadium for the soccer field, 
you just have to really be honest and say that's why Ochoa deserved to be on the Olympic qualifying team. He truly deserved to be on the Olympic qualifying team. I liked what I saw from him in some games. I marveled at his play and goal, uh, the long legs, the long arms. I, I mean, he was unbelievable. He was sensational. Excuse me. He was sensational. I, I have to tell you, if you want to say that he is the future for the national team, I'll definitely say he's the future for the national team. Obviously, he needs more matches. He needs more minutes. I would say uh, right now that I'd pencil him in. Um, I would pencil him in definitely for the national team. Uh, whether he challenges Stefan for the number one spot, we'll have to wait and see. But for now, and the way this season is gone, you could definitely say if you want to get more action out of him, and I'm not saying you've got to take him to the CONCACAF Nations League semis and final. You can take him to the Gold Cup. I mean, to, in my opinion, I think he's earned a Gold Cup tournament as maybe the starter. I would say definitely the backup, but at least a starter to see what he's got. And then when World Cup qualifying begins in September this year, and don't forget, September, October of this year, January and March of next year, early next year, there will be three match days. Three match days. <coughs> um, excuse me. Which means Zach Steffen can get a break. And then you could put in either Matt Turner or David Ochoa. That's how good he looks. That's how confident I am of him. But like I said before, I'm not going to put any pressure on, on David Ochoa. He may need more time to grow, and that's fine. But if he's ready to go and going for the international stage outside of the Olympic qualifying tournament and the Olympics, uh, the Olympics itself, all I can say is, is that he is in the future. I love his poise. I loved how he played in his goal. And he's going to go out there, and he is going to be sensational down the road. I like this kid. I, I liked how he plays. I, I, I just thought he was fantastic in that, especially with the center backs not doing well in this one. And then he recognized the situation right away, came off his line, slid his legs and his knee, his, his slid his legs and knees, into the ball, knocked it away from the Costa Rican attacker, and then that was it. And there was another play in the second half where I definitely made light of it, where he came off his line, the ball bounced into his area, the, the Costa Rican attacker is there, and he's right away sensed it off his line, runs towards the ball, smothers it, and takes the ball away from Costa Rican attacker. This tells me this kid's got smarts. This kid's got very good position skills. He is ready to go with any shot that's going to come after him. This kid is absolutely going to be fantastic. 
down the road for the men's national team. We'll have to wait and see what opportunities he'll get. But at the time, this time right now, um, if you're going to tell me that David Ochoa will be joining the plane ride to Tokyo, Japan, then by all means, have fun and do yourself a favor. Go out there, stop as many balls as possible, and hopefully you can get our team to the medal rounds. Get to the medal round. Long way to get there. Long way to go and bring something home. But as of right now, for our under-23 team, solid start. A solid start to this Olympic qualifying tournament. This was going to be the tougher of the two. You get your goal. Jesus Ferreira in the right place at the right time, smacks home a big ball, top shelf, and it's 1-0. Hopefully he's okay in the second half. He had another opportunity to get a second goal, got stopped. I thought he was fouled in the area after the shot, did not. It looks like he went down on his own. Not sure if he had a leg injury. On the broadcast, they said it's possibly a cramp. I will not speculate, but I will say this. I only hope it's nothing serious and that he will be able to continue in this qualifying tournament to go on and be in the second match against Dominican Republic. And if he is, I would say precautionary, I'd let him come back as a substitute. <clears throat> not saying I don't want him to start. I'm not saying I don't think he deserves to start. No, all I'm saying is we're going to be weary and careful with a leg injury and we have to make sure that he is back at 100% and I would sub him into the match against Dominican Republic depending on how many goals they score in the first half if you're looking to see what's going to happen in this matchup on uh, Sunday against Dominican Republic really simple it should be a massacre. It should be a massacre. Because, in all honesty, Dominican Republic has nothing that can challenge or scare the USA. A draw would be the worst result in the world in this one. That's why they have to get six points, advance into the semifinals, and take on whoever qualifies out of Group B. Once again, you might have to face Haiti, El Salvador, Honduras, or Canada. Depending on what happens in the third match against Mexico... And where they finish. It all depends on who will be the winner, the winning, the, the, the group winner, and the group second place finisher. Who will take over which spots to have that extra game? Because as of right now, this is not about the USA taking on Mexico, this is the USA 
fighting to get to the semifinals and then getting to the Olympics. Rivalry is nice. Set it aside. Right now, it has no bearing on what the USA does in this men's Olympic qualifying tournament. You worry about qualifying for the semifinals. Then you worry about how you're going to finish in the group. And then it's moving on to getting to the Olympics. And from that point on, it's about winning the tournament and seeing who is the king of the qualifiers. But until that day comes, the most important match is destroying and defeating, beating the Dominican Republic on Sunday. Plain and simple, no doubts. You have the better team. You have the better players. You must go out and continue to ravage, pummel, smash, take them out, bury them, wax them, smash them, and tell them you're not going to surprise us today. That, my friends, is what they should do against the Dominican Republic this coming Sunday night, once again, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox Sports 1, 3.30 Pacific on Fox Sports 1. This will be the one and only time until the Gold Cup. That you're going to take on an opponent like this and just let them know who they're facing. We know who they're facing right now. They're going to face Mexico. And the truth is, this will be the easiest three points Mexico will ever have. The easiest three points Mexico will ever, ever have. And once again, the match is on right now. Fox Sports 1 for Dominican Republic. We'll see what happens in this one if you want to continue to watching it on Fox Sports 1. But as of right now, for you, if you're a USA fan, a 1-0 victory off of a Jesus Ferreira goal that made it 1-0. And the United States are off and running in this men's Olympic qualifying campaign. So that'll do it for tonight's show. My name's Daniel Fuerci. Once again, the United States defeating Costa Rica by a final of a goal to nil. David Ochoa with a clean sheet. This match is over and done with. Now we worry about Sunday evening against the Dominican Republic. Once again, my name is Daniel Feuerstein. Thank you very much for listening to me tonight. Please enjoy your football. Thank you. Have a good night. Take care. So long. And bye-bye for now.